0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Today, you've got me, myself, Dr. Derek Williams here, and I am coming at you today, the first time on the road. If you've been following my story and progress, you know that I've kind of been working towards this only recently, do you know that? But for me, it's been a work in progress over the last several years of following this idea of a dream that my wife and I have had of just (laughs) living on the road with our kids in our fifth wheel trailer, being able to travel around and be kind of a little bit obligationless. I don't think that's a word, but um, basically be able to kind of do what we want. And the last few episodes that I've recorded talking about my story and stuff, have all been done still from my home in Lufkin. Just a few days ago, no, yesterday, yeah, just yesterday, we closed on our house and sold our house. Did it remotely, which is really nice. I'm coming at you today from uh, Branson, Missouri. We've been on the road now for 10 days. Our first week, we were in Hot Springs, Arkansas. So we are making our way north up through the country during the summer months and be kind of on the northern border of the United States, heading east during the summer months, coming down the, the northeast coast in the fall. And then in, our, in the winter, we will make our way to Florida, Georgia, Alabama. So it's really exciting. Man, this is it's it's pretty cool. It's been a lot of work getting To this point. So, being here in the moment is a little bit surreal. So, it's a lot of fun. It's an exciting time of life. It's a new phase, and I'm enjoying it so far. It's been great because I've got a lot of free time. And so, I've got a lot of ability to kind of control my schedule. We've got things that we're doing each day as far as activities and things. I'm helping out a little bit more with homeschool for the kids. And the other big thing really for me is just spending more time and energy on uh, TLP. I've always kind of looked forward to this time and being able to put more time and energy into it. It's uh, super exciting for me because I just really enjoy it. There's, There's not a lot of things that are more fulfilling than working with other dentists, helping them to have more freedom in their life, increasing their income cutting back clinical hours, spending more time with their families, having more memories. So man, just a, a really, really cool time in life for me. It's allowed me to uh, start this mastermind group. We filled, completely filled the group within the first week. And uh, so we'll continue to have other groups in, in the future, but I'm really excited about this first one. I'm also Continuing to take on more clients. In the past, I've been kind of limited to how much I could do and still practice. And now I've kind of been, I, I can increase that capacity a little bit. So if any of you are interested in one on one coaching, reach out to me. Let me know and let's, let's, we'll talk. And um, typically, you know, we'll kind of email back and forth or have a phone call to decide if, if we're a good fit. I'm not, I don't just take on anyone. I want to make sure that that you as a client are going to be someone that I want to work with and also that I am going to be able to meet your expectations. So it's a a little bit of kind of filling each other out, but uh, feel free to reach out to me, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at thelifestylepractice.com. So let's get into today's material, which is basically wrapping up this series discussing the topic of how I was able to walk away from dentistry at the age of thirty-five, and really the first three episodes, the previous ones kind of tell you how I got to this point. And today's episode is going to be more along the lines of helping you kind of understand what helped me to make this decision. My wife and I. My last episode, like I talked about in that episode, it was probably my favorite. It was basically what led me to the discovery of mindfulness and stoicism and really learning to practice it in my life. It led me to a point where I thought, "Hey, I may be able to just do this forever." Man, I mean, we're we're living our lives now. We're able to go on trips. I'm enjoying my work life. I love my staff and my team. Obviously, there's still some rough clinical days and, you know, things that are things that are tough, but overall, you know, the last couple of years of practicing were some really amazing years for me. And so it was very easy to think, man, we could just kind of just keep doing this forever and, and be able to like be, have no limits on what we could do financially and continue living the life that we want. I read an article, a blog post by Mr. Money Mustache, which I, Every few months, I'll get on and read his most recent posts because I, I still enjoy his thought processes on life and, and different things like that. I don't necessarily agree with everything, but I like to read a lot of things that I don't agree with 100% because it helps me define my own vision and stance on things. So I got on there, and this was about a year ago. A year, maybe, maybe just a little less than a year ago. I got on and I saw an article that was titled, Something along the lines of why you'll probably never run out of money. And in this article, he basically highlights two different people that he got to know. He got to understand their financial situation. And essentially, both of them were kind of similar in that they had a pretty good amount of savings. Uh, They had retirement funds. They had been in a position probably two to three or four years ago, where they could be able to leave their jobs and not produce income anymore, and pretty much live their normal lifestyle, and not have to do anything. And they basically kept saying, "Oh, I just want a little bit more cushion, you know, just just a couple more years to put, you know, just a little bit more cushion on it, and then I'll be ready," and. As he talked and found out, they said the exact same thing two years ago. And in this article, he talks about just basically that if you're one of these types of people that you want to keep pushing, putting, putting more a more cushion to your your future and stuff, sure, yeah, that that makes sense. But at the same time, we've got to live our life in a way where we're really getting the, the best bang for our buck. And so that's what he talked about. He said, look, these people, sure, if, if they really want to just work and that's what they enjoy, then great, more power to them, nothing wrong with that. But if they really want to live life on their own terms, they need they need to stop now because they're already kind of overshooting it in a sense. And this really struck me because of what I outlined in previous episodes where my wife and I got to a point where like wow we could make this work we could do this and then I met with my accountant he says yes Derek you can do this but you really should consider just doing a couple more years and so I did that and when I did that that's what led me to mindfulness and all this peace and being able to you know have life really structured the way that I wanted to and really enjoying things so reading this article kind of got me all fired up and was like, oh, man, this is me. Two years ago, I was here, said I was ready. I decided to give it two more years of cushion. And now I am two years later saying, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe just a couple more years. You know, maybe I'll just keep going. Anyway, this article really fascinated me. I printed the article off. It coincidentally was on a Friday Friday. And my wife and I, for basically ever since we've been married, have had a date night every Friday. Side note, the last three years, we have been doing lunch dates on Tuesdays. I end at 1130 and come back to work at 130. So I got a two hour lunch and we just go, we go eat somewhere and we go walk some trails. That's basically what we do, have done for the past few years on Tuesdays. So for several years, my wife and I have had Two dates per week of three to four hours, and that's been really, really good for us. So anyway, this date I still remember. We went to a Buffalo Wild Wings, which I was not a fan of the wings. Probably only eaten there two or three times. Anyway, wasn't a fan. But I printed out this article and I, I we read it together, and I was basically this was kind of my pitch to Jenny, saying, "Hey, we were here." I read this article. We're back in the same spot again where it's kind of like, "Hey, we can do this." She got excited by it. You know, luckily she's supportive and so I've said, "You know, we maybe maybe this is what we want to do. Let's keep thinking about it. Let's not do anything rash and make any decisions, but let's start kind of thinking through this and decide what we want what we want to do." And we did. When I read in the comments section of this blog post, I found a few, a couple different books. One of those books was Die With Zero by Bill Perkins. And this was the first time I ever heard of this book. This was long before you ever saw anyone mentioning it anywhere. And I'm relatively active in, you know, forums and people talking about retirement stuff. I had never seen anyone mention this book. And so I bought the book on Audible. I started listening to it within... 30 minutes. I was hooked. I could not believe the things in this book. And I, I called my dad, you know, I was only maybe a couple hours in this book. And I said, dad, you have to get this book today and start reading it. He did. And so by the time that I finished, I finished the book in probably, you know, a few days. And my dad was about halfway through the book by the time I finished it. So we were able to kind of read it at the same time, which was which was really kind of fun. I've done a podcast episode about Die With Zero. So if you don't know, go back and listen to that episode. In this episode, Bill Perkins talks about a lot of different things that really make a lot of sense. And one of them that he talks about is this concept of micro-deaths, that essentially we have this, this life that we are here And most of us just think about how long we're alive and when we die. And he paints the picture a little bit differently where he's trying to get us to consider micro-deaths. These periods of time in our life where we have an opportunity that is going to eventually expire. So, for example, during our 20s, basically we have the least physical limitations that we will probably ever have during our lifetime. So as far as like doing any really big trips, like the really tough physical excursions or stuff like that, your 20s and possibly some of your 30s is, is the best time of your life to be able to do those things. One example that he talks about in his book is things with his kids. His daughter loved to watch a a Winnie the Pooh movie, and he loved watching it with her. And there was one day that uh, he said, hey, you want to watch Winnie the Pooh? And she said, nah, I'm too old for that, Dad. And it just kind of struck him. It caught him off guard. And he saw this, and and now looking back, he realizes that was a micro-death. It was something that he had an opportunity to do with his daughter that eventually she grew out of. And we are going to have experiences like that over and over again in our life. And so the key is to recognize those time periods in our life where we have the opportunities that we're not going to have pretty soon in the future. And if we can capitalize on on those during those times and take advantage of them, that's what will help us to live the most fulfilling life. And for me, there there were a few things that really spurred my wife and I to make the decision to sell the practice and to take this journey. One was first of all like uh, I've shared previously but my parents both turned 60 this year. And uh, sure, 60's not not too old. But I've been living away from my parents and my siblings for over 10 years now. And so, you know, we've we've basically traveled back and visited family twice a year. And we have, you know, usually a week or two trips at each of those times. So we've maintained pretty good relationships and stuff like that. But I I basically have decided, you know what, I want to make this a priority. I want to have more experiences and time with my parents while they're still able to be relatively active. And I want my kids to be able to have time with with them as well. And if I'm going to make that a priority, then I need to do it now. I need to stop waiting for that. The other thing was this trip that we've been talking about for years going around and traveling in our RV. There's probably kind of a limited time window to be able to do that. When your kids are super little, it'd be tough to do a trip like that. It's it's nice to have them be independent. We're also not quite into the teenage years where friends and social things are so drastically important. And so we can kind of we have this kind of window, this this limited window. My oldest is 12, my youngest is 5. So the youngest is relatively independent for the most part and my oldest is not super into the the teenage years. And so we've got this window where we can kind of take advantage and so you know what we are gonna do it and so it was through thinking and contemplating through all those things that kind of helped us to feel good about the decision moving forward when I uh, recorded the episode the the podcast episode about the day that I sold my practice the day that I closed it was very emotional And I talked a little bit about the few months leading up to it. It was a difficult time. I was kind of questioning. I was thinking, man, can I really leave my staff behind? Do I really want to leave this life that's so good and roll the dice, hoping that I find something a little bit better? And, you know, there's always those thoughts. And I think it's good to question because that's what's going to help you make a good decision. But ultimately even when i asked those questions i still felt like it was the right decision i was i was a little bit uncomfortable i was nervous about it wasn't 100% confident but i was confident enough to know that this is what we wanted to do and confident enough to continue moving forward so i put up the practice for sale for any of you that are on our email subscriber list you may have seen the email came sometimes sometime towards the, the fall or winter last year 2022 and I basically was telling people about that my practice was for sale while also trying to be a little bit anonymous and that is actually how I found the the guy that wanted to buy my practice I didn't end up using a broker at all which I was very happy about that and things worked out perfectly fine I was a little bit nervous but you know I had coached clients through the acquisition process I've written articles and been super involved and so when it came down to it having my CPA help do some of the evaluation work and stuff was pretty minimal as far as time that was that was required I paid somewhere around like five thousand in legal fees to attorney but that's it things went relatively smooth. I did have to kind of stay on top of it a little bit, but it was okay. Maybe at some point it would be good to do another an episode about that. While I'm thinking of it, I was also going to say that because I have more time now, if any of you out there have any ideas like, hey, I really love it if Derek did a podcast about XYZ, send me an email. Let me know. I'd love to hear and uh, consider doing episodes on some of the things you guys are interested in. While I'm on a tangent, I'm going to interrupt this podcast to tell you a little bit really quickly about our services. And I know that a lot of people would normally kind of skip through this, but I would ask you to just listen really quickly. I'll try and just only spend a minute talking about this about our about our services. We have never done advertisements on our podcast. We haven't monetized it in any way, really. And we've done that just trying to be genuine and really doing, trying to do our part to just put good content out there. So what I would ask you is to consider taking the next step, whatever that means for you. But let me share really quickly the different ways that you can work with us at The Lifestyle Practice. First of all, you can go to the lifestylepractice.com and click on work with us at the top. And this gives a full page breakdown of kind of your different options and the links that you would need to kind of move forward in, in some of those ways. So let me just kind of share a little bit about those kind of starting from the lowest tier to the highest tier. The lowest tier starting out would be TLP Academy. It's an excellent course that goes deep into each step for creating your lifestyle practice. It's full of support documents and examples from our own practices. We really tried to make this as valuable as as possible. Generally, this course costs $4,500 or about $400 per month. That is the cost. When I share these costs today all of this is relative to change. Today, the date is June 17th, 2023. So depending on when you're listening to this, the the costs of our services may have, have changed, but I'm going to just be open and share what they are today. So that's the first tier, lowest tier, TLP Academy. The next is what we just started, the TLP Mastermind. I'm really excited to head up this first group, and like I've talked about, we're probably going to switch off between other coaches who lead different groups in the future, so I hope to be doing them again in the future as well. This is the next step up. In this, you get access to TLP Academy during the six-month mastermind, and you get the opportunity to purchase lifetime access at a very steep discount. The goal of this is to keep the expense lower than one-on-one coaching, but still provide some hand-holding and some some feedback and mentorship and accountability along the way. The cost at this point is $1,000 per month for six months. The last tier, the highest tier, is one-on-one coaching, and this is the most comprehensive and custom-tailored service that we offer. In this, you get our undivided attention in working together to create your lifestyle practice to help push you to the next level in getting the freedom and the success that you want. And lifetime access to TLP Academy is included in this as well. You choose the coach that you work with. Feel free to reach out to any of us at any point to learn if we currently have capacity or if you have questions on what it would look like in working together in the future. Thank you for just listening to that real quick. So Consider any of those steps, if, if you think any of those might be right for you, or if you think of anyone that could benefit from learning about our services or our messages and this podcast as well. Thank you for your time. Now, let me get back to this last little bit in wrapping up this episode today. And basically, this gets me to where I am in current time. Now, I'm currently on the road, as I as I shared, and we have, at this point, we have about a nine-month route planned out where I shared at the beginning of the episode. We're basically kind of making a big loop around the eastern half of the United States. Why only the eastern half, Derek, You you might ask? Well, that is because my family, my parents, and most of my siblings are all in Utah, and so it's Pretty likely that we'll be settling in Utah. I may be able to convince my family to move out of Utah into uh, some other states that I would probably prefer to live on live in. But at this point, that's probably where things are gonna happen. And my thought process is that if we end up settling in Utah, that's kind of central to the western half of the United States. So it'd be pretty easy for us to take. You know, month-long trips and go to different areas, kind of doing what we're doing now, but kind of take these mini trips during summers or or whenever it works out, and continue to travel the western half of the United States. However, my wife, <laughs> my my wife and I have been talking even the last year. It's only been ten days at this point, right? But we've even been talking and just saying, "Hey, this is." so far, although it's very early in the game, things are going pretty smoothly and we're really enjoying this. I wonder if we get, you know, we're really happy and we end up doing this, we finish this loop in the Eastern United States. Maybe we just keep going. Maybe we just keep going and do the the Western half and do another big loop for the, for the Western half of the U.S. So that, that may be what we do. I don't know. But it's kind of fun to have a little bit of an open-ended journey at this point. The next question for, for me is, what will the future hold for me as far as dentistry, as far as clinical dentistry and hands-on? I don't know. I honestly don't know. There's times I, I kind of go back and forth quite a bit. At this point, I'm really enjoying the freedom of not having to go into the office and not having to give shots and and drill on teeth. But there's also a really big amount of satisfaction that I've received over the years in running a successful practice. And so I don't know if I'm going to be hungry for that again in the future, and that's going to be part of my goals and fulfillment, or if I really enjoy pushing in TLP and kind of finding new avenues in my life I don't know so at this point I'm pretty comfortable with not knowing I'll, I'll be able to kind of plan through that in the future and kind of decide and see how things go another question that I wanted to just kind of share into a little bit of just kind of my mindset and and where that's been over the last few months and even the last couple of weeks is I've had to really consider, let me put it this way, basically, almost my entire life, I have been pretty focused on on money and making money work for me I've always enjoyed you know even since being ten years old just this idea of work hard, play hard. I love the feeling of of working hard to accomplish something and then being able to celebrate and have fun and So the last few months, as I've kind of been working towards this opportunity to travel, there has been this side of me that's been a little bit uncomfortable with this thought, thinking, man, if I am not really working on something, am I going to find fulfillment and satisfaction? I've essentially been trying to wire my brain over the past 15, 20 years to evaluate opportunities in life and how to spend my time based on ROI, looking at where will I get the best bang for my buck. And that is really what has led me to such an accelerated course of success in being able to walk away from dentistry at the age of 35. But it's kind of caused me to question if I've been working so long to wire my brain in that way. And now that I've reached the point of financial independence and I don't need that anymore, is it going to be challenging for me to find fulfillment in other ways? And so I closed on the practice on May 11th. So it's now been, what, about six weeks. And I can tell you this, at least so far. So far in these six weeks, I have actually stayed... Pretty busy and have found myself working relatively hard, and surprisingly, have not had enough time, as much time as I've wanted to, to to work and and to push in certain areas. But like I shared, starting the mastermind group, I've been recording more podcasts. I've become a little bit more active in sharing some of my story and thoughts in so- social media in different ways. I've also been helping more in. in homeschooling and now being on the road there's a little bit to do as far as just maintenance on the on the trailer little things that come up. Yesterday I spent a couple hours washing the outside of the RV and interestingly, I am actually really enjoying life. I am really enjoying finding other ways to push myself and, and to work hard I'm still going to the gym. You know five to six times per week and working out hard enjoying that so I have a strong feeling that I'm going to be happy and I'm going to continue finding fulfillment in in ways wherever I'm at. I don't know exactly what the picture looks like in a year or in five years or ten or twenty, but I'm excited about where I'm at right now and enjoying things so. I just wanted to give a sincere thanks to everyone for for listening. It's kind of fun for me to be able to open up and to share my life and journey and thoughts. It's interesting, the when I recorded the, the episode about closing, on the day that I closed on my practice, I, I talked about how I normally script out my podcast episodes, and, and this one was completely blank. And since then... My episodes have been a little bit more like that. and I hope that I'm keeping the value high because I'm trying to continue to to produce good, valuable content. But I'm also a little bit more comfortable in just allowing myself to express myself and to to, to share some of my vulnerabilities and my feelings. But I appreciate you being with me along this part of the journey, and I hope that it brings a little bit of stimulation to your mind to get you to consider the opportunities and the ways that you can live life if you're willing to put in extraordinary effort that will lead to extraordinary results. So thank you for listening. Everyone, take care. Feel free to again to reach out to me if you have questions or requests. My email is Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at practicecom Take care, and we will talk to you next time.